if you will. Yeah. Uh, the happy holidays to the people who don't want to be uh, rude or whatever. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm glad that I could be up here to share a few thoughts with you guys. And uh, if you don't know, uh, my name is Jamal Myhan, and I lead the Yufa family in the Southwest region with my wife, Risa. Uh, thanks. And uh, today, obviously, tomorrow's Christmas Day, right? And I'm, so, I'm surprised to see such a huge crowd here on Christmas Eve. You guys must really love Jesus. They're right before here. Or some of you just may be your first day here coming to a church service, so you're working on loving Jesus. But whatever stage of life you're in right now, we're glad that you could be here. And obviously with Christmas coming up tomorrow, obviously it's a time where you get to spend time with family you don't see a lot or family you may see too much of. Or you get to go out on vacation, whether it's with just your spouse or a friend, or you make it a whole entire family event just so no one feels left out. But whatever it is, right, we do know the thing that we look at when it comes to Christmas is that it's a time to give, right? It's a time to reflect on Jesus. And while I was trying to prepare something, I'm like, okay, what can I speak about that hasn't been spoken about already this month, right? It's like, Jamal, what can you teach us? Like some of you guys in here sing hymns on Christmas morning, right? Like where you're singing up to the Lord for two hours before you even think about opening presents. So it's like, what can I teach you or anything like that, right? But today what I want to hit on is we always look at the gift, right? We always look at that we were given Jesus, right? We always look at about what he's done for us and all that. But what I want to look at today is something that I can think can tend to be swept underneath the rug or forgotten at times, right? And today I want to hit on the forgotten giver, if you will. And so turn to John chapter 3 for me, if you will. And so that's just what I really wanted us to reflect on is just like, man, we can, I know Jesus, he's a great big deal in everything, right? But first, before we look at Jesus, we got to really look at the person who gave us Jesus in the first place. And just to truly understand the depth of what Christmas really means when we celebrate it. So starting in John chapter 3, verse 16 through 17, and it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Now, of course, when we read this scripture, a lot of us, you know, it's a, a scripture that's very used out of context a lot, right? When we hear this scripture, we can tend to roll our eyes because we know when someone's using it, they're not using it most likely in the correct way. But today I want to look at what it really means with this scripture, a scripture that shouldn't be glanced over because a lot of people in the world use it out of context, to really look at the real meaning of this scripture. And the thing I want to zero in on is, is that it says here, the zero in on is that, is that it says that God gave his one and only son, the person who gave it to us. Because a lot of times we can look like, yeah, God gave us Jesus, but he knew Jesus was going to be resurrected and all that stuff and have his son back. But let's take it all the way back to the Old Testament, right? And I don't know about, just by a raise of hands here, who struggles with forgiveness? Just by a raise of hands here. Okay, so everyone except me struggles with forgiveness here, right? Um, no. But let's think about this, right? In the Old Testament, back to Adam and Eve where we see they ate the fruit from the tree, right? And then they disobey God. And the thing is, the cycle continues with people disobeying God, time in and time out, disobeying him. And the thing is, for some people that are so disobedient, he still found the depth in his heart to give us this gift. Think about it. It's like 
you're getting beat down by your parents or something, right? Or grounded or however you got disciplined, right? It's like you're getting beat down and then they just say, yeah, you know what? You're going to be grounded for three weeks, but come on, let's go to Disney World right now. That's unheard of, right? It's like, dude, I just got punished today and you want to give me a gift. Even with Adam and Eve, when they, when they messed up with God, he, they, the thing is when he found them, they were covering themselves with fig leaves. Fig leaves, right? And after he tells them that they're going to get kicked out the garden, do you know what he does after that? He gives them better clothes after that. And it's just like, why are you giving them a gift and they just messed up today? Like just an hour ago probably and stuff like that. And you're just like, man, I can't let you go out like that though. Here's some better clothes. And it's just like the depth of his heart is just like, yeah, you messed up, but here I'm giving this to you. Here's this gift. And think about how many times we've messed up so far this year. So many times we messed up. And God continuously gives. He continuously keeps on giving. And I don't know about y'all, but I can hold a grudge against somebody and just hold it for, against them for years, right? And yet some of y'all, y'all probably holding against somebody up in here that y'all been holding it against for 10 years that you probably need to let it go. But the thing is, there's so many things you've done against God, and he's just like, dang, what can I give you now? That's his mindset. He's like, yeah, I'm going to punish you, but what can I give you? Like, look at the people in the Bible. Think about David, right? We know about David. Bathsheba, right? And yeah, the son died, but he's like, don't worry, somebody's still going to sit on your throne. Still, your family line is still going to continue. And the thing is, though, you would think David will learn, but if you read further on, David messes up again now with pride, and he does a whole census thing where he's taking pride in his own numbers now. And God is still trying to give this man everything he can. You look at Solomon, giving him wisdom and everything, and he still lets this man, he, even when this man messes up with all his wives, he says, don't worry, during your time there's still going to be peace though, but after there won't be peace. But during your time there will be peace. Why do you give people so much that doesn't give, that give you so little in return, God? So little in return. You think about Samson, right? And then he, God gives him that last bit of strength to take down the Philistines, right? You think the Philistines. You just, and you, just see, you see it with Peter who denies Jesus three times. And then God, gives him, God and Jesus both give him another chance to repent. And it's just a continuous cycle. And the thing is, it would be nice to be like, man, once God gave us Jesus, everybody got themselves together, right? We finally got ourselves in line. Like, okay, we understand. We need to stop doing what we're doing right now. But no, we still mess up. We still mess up here. And I just think about the times where I mess up so much, but there's so many gifts that God has given me. <laughs> and... I know, but the first major gift this year is that I got married this year, right? <laughs> right? And that's a gift that just keeps on giving in so many ways. But uh, I digress. Um, and so, but there's, and then I think about just even having the opportunity to serve in the youth and family, right? And sometimes you're like, man, Jamal, is that really a gift, man? Do you know how some of these kids are? Yes, it's still a gift, though. Um, love you guys. <laughs> but, uh, but. It's really just an opportunity that I just got to look at like, man, this is a gift that God gave me that I didn't deserve. Even building the new relationships that I have with the people I have now, it's another gift that I just didn't deserve. I even, even here in the North region, I'm for sure that with having Jordan and Katie, I know they're out of town, but having some stable leadership in the youth and family was a gift y'all couldn't wait to have for once, right? <laughs> so I know that's been a blessing as well. And so that's the thing you have to reflect on is, have you really took the time to reflect on the gifts God has given you this year, the gifts that God has given you this year. Because like I said, there's nothing wrong with, yes, 
Jesus, right? Thinking about this is the time to give. But let's not forget the main giver of the season. The main one who had a heart that just kept on giving and giving and giving. And is still giving this year. And so that's a time that I just wanted, especially with us having our communion and everything, right? With this being our communion, this is a time to reflect on Jesus. But this is also a time to reflect on God. Because that's the thing I think that gets missed a lot when we're worshiping. That we just like, yes, it's Jesus, his birth, but we treat Jesus like he just fell out of the sky sometimes, right? We treat Jesus like it's just him and only him. But every time he spoke, he said he does everything through the Father, right? Everything he did was through the Father. He never gave glory to himself. And you even think about the shepherds when they went to go see Jesus at his birth, right? They didn't go out and go cut a Christmas tree. They didn't go out and go wrap up presents for people. They didn't go out just going knocking door to door, caroling and all that, right? It says they went out and glorified God after they saw the birth of Jesus. And now I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with all that now. There's nothing wrong with you want a Christmas tree and all that. There's nothing wrong. I'm not saying that's sin or whatever. Uh, that's fine. But, uh, <laughs> but what I am saying is that they really knew, man, we know who gave us this in the first place. And that's all we have to really look at is, man, we can look at the fear. And like the beginning of God is, right, is fear, right? That's the, that's the beginning, though. We still got to understand his love. And the more I just think about it, the more I look in the Old Testament, I'm just like, dang, God, how long can you put up with us? Like, how long can you do this? You got the Israelites in the desert. You got sometimes Elijah over here running away after Jezebel, after God had just helped him with, with everything. You got King Saul, right? You got all these people messing up, and it's just like, dang. I can't handle this. I'm like, one person messes, one person gets me upset. I'm like, oh, you're cut off, man. That's it. You're done. No more. Don't, don't expect nothing from me. You can go find another friend somewhere else. Right? But luckily, we're not God. Luckily, we don't have that attitude or that. Luckily, God doesn't have our attitude or heart. He has a different heart. And that's the thing that I think can really help us in our walk with God. It's really reflecting on what God has given us. Really reflecting on how God has loved us and forgiven us. Because the thing is, can we really sit here and not forgive somebody after how much God has forgiven us? I mean, think about it. I want you to think about somebody that you have something against right now. And think about how God would respond in your, in your situation. Would he hold it against them? Or would he probably give them something? Because, right, the way we measure people is the same way we're going to get measured when we get to heaven. So imagine that, right? You've been holding on to this grudge and this bitterness. You're just like, that's just the way I am. That's how I've been raised all my life. That's how what I, I just cut people off. Hey, it's fine if I cut them off. I mean, I still love them here and there. That's fine. What if God says, hey, don't worry, man, I love you, but you got to go to hell. Hey, but though, I love you though, right? Think if he had that same type of mentality as you, right? Like, hey, I love you, but from afar. So, hey, go ahead and take them stairs, all right? No, that's not how, he, that's not how God works. At least I hope he doesn't work like that. So that's the thing. This is a time to, yes, give gifts to other people, but really reflect on the gift given to you. And then that way you can really understand what it means to really go out there and love people the way God wants us to love. And you really understand the the depth of what he's talking about. And now with us having communion, I just want us, this is a time just to sit and pray. You're probably wondering, like, whoa, this is it, Jamal? Like, yeah, they gave me 15 minutes. Uh, we're about, like, at 11 right now. Uh, <laughs> And so I want to sit here in, uh, in prayer and just to really reflect on what God has given us and the gift that he has. And uh, I, hope, I hope something hits you. <clears throat> All right, let's pray. Um, God, I just like to thank you for another day. 
just a, time, a day that we didn't deserve, God, a time to reflect on how great of a giver you are, God, and you're just a person who's always finding ways to give to us, God. And I know there's troubling times that we're going through out there, God. We can get discouraged a lot. The fields look deserted and everything, God. There's people who are going through job issues, family issues, or just health issues or financial issues. And God, just let us do this time to reflect on the positives of what you've given us, God. Reflect on what you have given us and, and learn from that. And I just hope, God, that going into this Christmas and going into the new year, we can really understand the depth of your love for us, God, and really worship you the way that you deserve to be worshipped because you've given us so much that we and I honestly have no right at all to deserve from you, God. We don't deserve anything, but you continuously give. And as always, God, all the glory goes to your son, who shed his blood for forgiveness of our sins. In Jesus' name, amen.